0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shi'urim and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com We're now on parashat balayzcha. As usual, if I find something of interest, I want to bring it to your attention, even if it's not Shaykh to parash balayzcha, but it is shayach to darmash Um One of the things that people find problematic in sciences, in the science part of it, of it is that the Gemara seems to imply, uh, the entire body actually of, of Torah seems to imply that characteristics that people acquired can be inherited to generations down the pike. Um, the best proof that this is not so, uh, the best physical proof, you don't need science, that is, a uh, Miller. Jews have been doing bris for thousands of years, and kids are still born with the same amount of Arla. So it certainly doesn't work in every case, um, but the, but we do kahuna and kalaliasroil, and it's based on the fact that there's a, an assumption that there's something very much in the gene, so to speak, that became kalaliasroil and so on. You can always say it's something mystical, something theoretical. There's also the Gemara says that... A guy's body may react differently to certain things because of the havel of nevelis. Um, again, the implication being <coughs> that you can acquire, because of what you eat, you can acquire certain traits. The understanding by the Rishonim about uh, trephus and, you know, and kashros and tarifus is that it has some to affect the person's uh, personality, which is something that, you um, Modern science seems to have uh, completely, completely debunked. So I'd like to share an article. This is in Los Angeles Times in May 3rd, 2010. It's called DNA Referees, Um, and the headline is, Scientists are just beginning to understand the effect lifestyle choices and other environmental factors have on altering gene behavior, a rapidly emerging field called epigenetics. Um, by and large, that um, in recent years, researchers have discovered that while DNA lays out the options, many of the life experiences, the food you eat, the stresses you endure, the toxins you're exposed to, physically affect the DNA and tell it more precisely what to do. The cause, a kind of secondary code carried along with the DNA. Called the epigenome, this code is a set of chemical marks attached to genes that act like DNA referees. They turn off some genes and let others do their thing. And although the epigenome is pretty stable, it can change, meaning lifestyle choices such as diet and drug use could have lasting effect on how the body works. So, and then a quote, the thing I love about epigenetics is that you have the potential to alter your destiny, says Randy Jertle, who studies epigenetics at Duke University. So, at any rate, you know, so even though, and, and this is an example of how science did discover an MS when they discovered genes and DNA, and um, there are, th- the genes are frozen, and we have the genes we have, and now we see a step further that there's something actually that also affects the genes to some degree. So it's just s- something to bear in mind, um, A, an understanding of how food, etc. cetera, can, uh, can affect a person in a fundamental way, how choices uh, that you've made have a possibility of permanently affecting the DNA, and um, it's just an interesting complement to, to some of the things that you've seen in Chazal and so on. Okay, let's get to Parshas Balosha. The first one is a very famous Ramban about Birchas Koanim and Nerus Hanukkah, um, where the remission of Nerus Hanukkah is in this parsha. So he starts by quoting the r- Rashi, "Lominu Chazal Nerechus Hanasiim," because Aaron saw when he saw the Chanukas Hanasiim, he felt bad that he didn't participate with them, not him, not a shevet. Kadesh told him, You're going to light um, a, a menorah, so you, the things that you do in Mishad Mikdash are greater than the Nesim. So Rambani asks, I mean, Adlokas Sneris is a very nice avoda. Ktoras seems to be superior. It says, Every carb Makayim brings he does all the avoda, only he does. He goes in the finail of nim, the kohen gadol goes in Yom Kippur, and he's the kedusha Hashem that omits Shiftoi shifdoi kule mesharoselekenu. So he says, why, why was Aaron so um, feel so down about it? Um, his own kabbonis during that period of time was much greater than a seim. So he could be yomahim kabbonis hard me um He he uh, did it all the way and so on. So Rashi's pshat that it was that it was nischal se daitai, and therefore Keshbrochu offered him a consolation prize. The 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 menorah is hard to understand. Avod so Ramban says, "In yin Hagodasu l'idroish, remez v'napashal chanekasal neiris." So it's a bebayishenali arnubanov. Let's only loma chashmanoyik and galubanov. So Ramban says. That actually, the special facet of um, of menorah that we're talking about is hadlokas Haneris. Um He doesn't quite yet... Um, it, 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 what he's saying basically is that HaKadosh gave him hadlokas Hamenorah because that carries in itself a Nitzchias that transcends the particular Avodah of his <laughs> The story of is found in the Xavier of in in a so it says over there, Mefurish, that Moisha told Aaron, you're going to have a Hanukkah that is going to transcend the Molochah that they did. The Ramban then brings also a Tanchuma that says, Karbanis um, are there only as long as they have but the Neiris are there always, and that obviously says can't be talking about in the Beis because in the Beis is Charev, the charav, but it's Meramis the that's not even after the uh, Um I'd like to sort of flesh out a little bit, it's a very, very famous Ramban, but I'd like to flesh out a few points that are sort of inherent to in this Ramban. First of all, it, it, in a certain sense, it provides a deeper understanding of Neires Hanukkah. In other words, Neires Hanukkah are the, what we do is, we sort of rekindle, we do menorah, we do, it's, it's not just a zecha for the Nes. the Nes have the menorah, and we do something like it, but in a certain sense, whatever in yonim were Neskayim and menorah, w- w- it became niskayim in the Indian of Nearest Hanukkah. Um, it's interesting, it, 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 it helps us understand there's a dovetailing. Many Rishonim explain, and uh, we'll see it in Sfarno and others, that the, uh, the, the menorah it generally symbolizes Chachma. Chachma is symbolized with light because Chachma paves the way for where you're going. For instance, when a person is, wants to go someplace, so, the light shows him the way, and then he goes. When a person wants to do something, Seichel and Chachma shows the way, and that's how he goes. Like it says, Chacham <laughs> ain't The Chacham is somebody who, who sees. So, so, Chachma to action is parallel to light to action. So, the menorah is symbolic of all sorts of Chachmas. Um, the parallel to Yavin is constantly made. And that part of the Beis Hamigdash, in other words, on the level of Maisha, we don't have it anymore. On the level of the of, of the it says, if somebody's old sake in parishes, it's malolav, as if he brought the um, that we do have. We have two things left on Beis Hamigdash. One is Tvila and in the Shalmah Parnas Vaseinu, a second one is the Chachma, whatever insight, whatever das beis hamikdash gave us, we have it, and chazal encapsulated it in a ma'isa mitzvah of menorah. So menorah is there um, as as such. Secondly, it also um, it also showed the difference between the nesiim's role in the beis hamikdash and arnachayim. The Naseem needed to dedicate the, the Mishkan. Without the CM dedicating it, I assume it wouldn't be it wouldn't be good. They have to be they were they were the ones that made the the, um, the Hanukkah's uh, Abayah, so to speak. But that was not a permanent part of them. In other words their avodah was by nature temporary. So so they brought korbanos and that was the end of their role. You want to point out Aaron's distinction. Aaron is the one who is permanently part of, of the Beit Hamikdash, and the place to show the permanence is Dafka in in Hanukkah in Hanukkah because Hanukkah transcends the actual existence of the of, of the of the uh, Beit Hamikdash. Okay, let's see the second piece which speaks about the menorah. and It's a Sfarnu. and he um, and he explains the basic point of the menorah. I mean, if you take a look at the, um, if, if you take a look at the Pasek, uh, we, we don't translate the words correctly. The word ner in in, um, in uh, Lashon Kodesh means a, um, a, a vessel that has oil that's lighting. Uh, similar to the um, Aladdin's lamps that you see they sell in, um, in the old city a lot of times for you know these cheap little made out of Aladdin's lamps. That's a Nair. A Nair is a little container where you put oil and has place for a wick to burn. So it says, Dava and when you light the Nairus, El Mulpneha Menorah. The menorah is the central piece, and it has neros coming out of it, to, to all, you know, the Pusik says, when you light the narrows, all of them must focus towards that central point. That's, that's the, um, that's what the words mean, actually. That's a, the pshat. And then Sferno reiterates it. Kishetavlika al a menorah When you light the six neros, they should be facing towards the middle one, which is the menorah. That's the body, actually, of what it is. You know, the menorah is the physical body of it and the neiros are the are, are attached to that main body with a sort of branch. So each nehr is branched out and the middle one is the guf of the menorah. shall have it? So what's the point of it? It means that the different lights should face towards the middle light, which is the Ikhid Both the people that are engaged in Ruchni Nishtikah work full-time and the people that are engaged in material jobs, but help those in engaged in rokhshishtik engage work. Mm-hmm. Um, it represents that configuration. K'omram el Alya aliyah le'miskayim iskalia. chulin that says if not for the leaves, which are really the ancillary part, but they manufacture the food, the the grapes would not exist. Tia lahafik this is all to do with hashem esbarach. Be'ayfin mikivuno b'enkulam, that Mukhuvanu Mikulam, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu's purpose is seen from the entire thing. We roam Shmoi and together they will be Meroving Shem Hashem. Kemoshe Kibul Aleihem, Kaseh Hayed VeOmre Vayane Kol Meachdav Vayoyim Kol Shidve Vashem Nasse Kolimah BeKulonu Nassem Kavanase. I want to talk about the Sefar Nolet, because Sefar is a very very Yisodus Teginyan in understanding many parts of kabbalah Torah and so on. The, the Rambam says, in Pirosh mishnais in Pirosh HaMishnayas, that the most profound statement in the Mishnah is, Kol Maaseh the same HaMayim, and, and based on the puzzle called Hechot, the Ehu Vuyasher HaRchaseh the Rambam says this, this, this is so profound, it's Roy for the great Chochem that said it, very, very, very taken with the Maimah. And the Rambam explains, life is a complex puzzle. Of trillions of pieces, and each piece has a location away from that center, uh, that is the matachos of life. And the Tana says that the entire array of a person's activities should the avodas adam is n- nobody or almost nobody can be kulakodesh. The the job in life is to take all the pieces and to fit them and point it in the direction for the Hashem. So, lemashal, uh, some. Uh, a person needs money to support himself, to, to, to work. So, he needs a job, he needs training for the job, um, and so on. As long as the pieces are aligned with that kavana, then it is, um, then, then, then that's part of that big puzzle. As opposed to, for instance, a person works a lot more than he needs to. A person takes a vacation because you need a break and, y- and you can't function without it. If, if the person over immerses himself in his vacation, his vacation um, takes him away from things and uh, he's busy with his the vacation, then it started becoming then it's not fitting into the place it's supposed to fit. The the the, the, the Rambam says the maimer that encompasses an entire person's existence is that in your Now, it's true about individual. It's true about Kalal Yisrael as a whole. In other words, the um, Bria by its nature is multifaceted. There's no such thing. Kalal Yisrael is not one Shevet, Shevet Levi, because that's not the Matara debria. The Matara debris is that Ruven and Shimon Levi and Yehuda and Sachan Zvulin and Gadnafta Rasha, etc., should all be focused and and together create the image that Kachboker has in mind. Those those are all um, th- that's, that's what, When it says by Ya'chmu Sivahar and you know and 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 Kiyeshahot those are all. So people see that. Oh. It's, it's a wonderful, Achtos is a great thing, Gashbech loves Achtos, and everybody's was Achtos, so that's like a Kabbalah's Torah. It's a very shallow understanding of that of that point. It's kilu, Midas tov is a kind of prerequisite, and it's nice, and everybody's so sweet together, and they haven't given the it Torah. It's much deeper than that. The matura of Torah is to align the different pieces of Kala Yisrael. Uh, it's, it's sort of a spearhead for all the pieces. The Tikkun of the Bria is when... Torah is the arrowhead, and everything falls into place behind it. So what falls into place behind it means each one found a particular nekuda where together it's working towards that goal. So for instance, if David Levi would take a backseat and Zvon would be the the for instance. Let's give an example of how a person would would would, would, would how that would be. And um, one, uh, a, a person in a Torah society would say that the most important thing is um, learning. You need an army to defend to defend people that are sitting and learning and so on. That would be one attitude. Um, there's a second way to do that, and that is in a very military society, where the main thing is glory in battle, they also need... Um, a, a chaplaincy because chaplains uh, raise the morality army. So so, so it, it, both of them need soldiers and need chaplains. The question is who's there for whom? It obviously has many, many concrete ramifications but the attitude of what goes for what? Um, you need doctors uh, in a society because Akash gave illness Akash Prokho gave a and wants to engage in it. Are the doctors there to cure the people so that they can engage about Hashem or once again uh, scientific knowledge is the peak of man's accomplishments but there's room for other things also. Uh, Kabbalah Torah means when Kach-Beruch brought Torah down to the world the way in which he brought it down was that Torah is the center and everything is around it. The different the, 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 the golem around you know the array of the, the golem the way they were set up around the um around the the levi uh mishkan is was is considered that the malachim were jealous and so on and so forth the the, the they were jealous of the malachim they saw the malachim came down in camps and they wanted something like those golem it's the same idea the array of the Shvatim around the Mishkan was in line with what's an appropriate array of different kochos. Every Shevet is called a kahal, it's called a gori, it's called a nation's own right, because it has its own flavor. So Zvolon's so hof yamim, and Don is Yodun, and God Gedud Yegudena. Every Shevet has a certain, <coughs> so God might be um, military, and Dan might be justice. Everyone had his right place where he fit into the bigger picture to be ma'asef, all the pieces. So, he says the menorah, which represents the different chachmas, uh, and like we said before, uh, uh, or represents the ultimate, uh, the, the, the chachma of each individual it. In other words, the ideology, the, the mindset, it represents not the, the soldier, but the ideology of military. It represents not the scientists, but the ideology of scientific exploration. All of them have to focus on essential nekuda. And especially in Chachma, this was very important. Yes? I guess, be, is there a distinction between Torah and Avodah Hashem? Because on the one hand, it seems to be, Kolm you, you, Hashem Shemaim, which seems to perhaps suggest Avodas Hashem, on the other hand, it's Torah. So, it, are they one of the same? Is I, I there would. A I would no. I, I, for practical purposes, Avodas Hashem in its pure sense. In other words, by definition, we've now included everything in Avodas Hashem. So, you, you wanted when you distinguish between Shevet, levi and other shvatim, if all the shvatim, you know, if zvulon is going yamim, in order to bring, um, in order to bring. Possibilities of, um, of 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 learning to Levi, So is so also being avodah of Hashem. That's why the word avodah HaShem becomes ambiguous. A uh, is very very focused avodah Hashem, and uh, zvulun is prerequisite avodah of Hashem. But uh, so that's why I, I I'm a bit I'm a little bit wary of using that term. Well, yeah, because, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, uh, we're actually using it in two senses. We're saying, there's pure Avotas Hashem, I'm sitting and learning, somebody dabbling, somebody bringing a carbon, somebody uh, shaking a little an and then we say, if all your other malachas are part of that, then it becomes, uh, uh, then it becomes also incorporated. I, I want to add a note um, to this inyan. This inyan is something which, um, because it's in the realm of kavana. Kavanas Halev. These are things that basic Kabbalists knows. knows. In many, earth in, in many movements in different directions have contested the Shiva world's extraordinary emphasis on Shavit Levi. Um, the obvious complaint about Shavit Levi is, uh, yes, it's wonderful that you fellows are Shevet Levi, but we never heard of. Anybody of Shabbat Levy, mikayavol kliyos, or to make the Levy, uh, it would be unthinkable. Shabbat Levy would, would would try to convert everybody to being Shaved Levy. The Shabbat Levy should recognize Zvulun, should recognize Don, should recognize God, Nachmanashe. Yeshiva doesn't give that. Yeshiva um, doesn't give that uh, training, or potential, etc. To people, that's one of the big complaints about um, the Shiva world, its ideology and its mindset, and so on. The counterpoint is um, that it is not natural, it, or better said, it is natural for whatever person is engaged in that that becomes the center of the world. Um, just off the top of my head, there was a letter I once saw, an exchange of letters between Rev Cook and Rebucic Isaac Halevi. Uh, who was a great, was a great historian, he wrote Doris or and so on, and if Cook felt that yeshivas don't learn philosophy enough, there should, there should be storm and learning philosophy, from and so on, and N. F. responded and said, well, I don't know, but uh, history they should learn a lot, that's important. And it was uh, it's almost like Lishitosa, uh, Cook was very much philosophy in philosophy and was not history. It, it's very easy for people to, to the center of their world becomes their world. Um, it, it, unless every person in his own mitzius has a sort of nekuda of Shebed Levi, there were years that were spent kind of only learning, so, so that he feels y- y- you, you want somebody that when he leaves Yeshiva and enters the world of mundane activity, that he should always feel that this is all, uh, it's it, it just, it's it just a means for attaining Back and Ruchniz. If, if you don't build it very strongly to every person, a certain island of Shevet Levi in his has a very, very hard time attaching it to other things. Um, you know, it, 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 the, the shita of people who say, yes, the handful of great geniuses should be learning all the time, well, in a certain sense, those great geniuses don't become the, 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 the high point of climate and so on. They become the nerd in the ivory tower. It's kind of, yes, we have a rocket in this ivory tower, and we have a guy in that ivory tower, but that's not, that's not the focal point of climate. So it may be the greatest mind, and we may respect them greatly, and so on, but it doesn't have the life of a base magistrate walk in, and people on the time of a sitting and learning and into it. It's it's kind of a... Um, it, 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 it tends to become another nair on the side, not the ichor. Um And that's, that's the reality of it. These are things that are very hard to pinpoint. You can't bring proof. Because we're talking about Dvar Mahometh Leaf. and We're not talking about... Uh, we're talking about... Uh, what a person's real genuine feelings are, even sometimes not clear to the person self. person who's a good Jew and is engaged in X, Y, or Z, and he's a good Jew. But in down in his heart, does he feel that learning about the common, about the and the uh, kiss is is, cl- is the most important thing, and whatever he's doing is answered to it? It's, it's not, a, a person needs a strong counterbalance to that. Um, and also the fact that lady was a shevet. they weren't they weren't skula. there's something to, there's a difference Yehide skula are the uh, uh, are the unusual they're the the curials. and that's why it it lacks the flavor of make that the center of israel um the, the great people if if you ask yourself in America uh, or in any country the the great minds of the sort that are Ivy Tower intellectuals are given a lot of lip service of, of respect, but they're not the core. The core are the people successful in business, successful in entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's a different, it's a different mindset. Nobody wishes his kid to be a great genius studying ancient Greek texts and archaeology. I mean, if he if he did that and, he, and he's world renowned, so be so the You you have nachas from it. You want him to be a big name. Uh, that's the difference between the people who would like to have a few geniuses to the people that really want to make it the center of Ka'isro. Ready? Yes. What's this idea of Shayrat Levi being the center? I mean, when you learn through Tanakh, Shayrat Levi actually seems to play a relatively small role. Like, if you learn through Sifre Tanakh, there's very little talk about Levi. Well, it's it's similar to, I, I would say, they were the Mashpyim and they were considered to be responsible um, uh, uh, if the melech acted in a certain way, if the melech didn't act in a certain way. Uh, most of them was the Navi, actually, but I- I- the sense was that the ruach of Klayosal should become shaved Levi. If they, in fact, failed, then it was a failure, but but it should have been different. Yes, you know, it should have been different, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's sort of a failure if they didn't. But at the height of Klayosal, with Maltus of Beis it it's not Levi, it's... Well, Malkus-based David is the Hanah. It works like this. Um, just like, if I can give you a parallel, um, the, the, the the Adam is called Ruach the Koh Hadibur because the Adam as a madaber is the is the um, is the is is is, um, is the the speech is the is the is the, is the visible and quote unquote active element of Machshava. So to the Melech is the the, the is the is is the visible end. For instance, a, a king had many advisors. Achitofel was the Yoetz, mm-hmm. but they, 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 the, the the things that David Melech said, he didn't say the name of Achitofel. I, 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 you know when Achitofel was good, he, he 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 gave the dictates, but they came from advice from Novi, Sanhedrin, Kongodil in other uh, words, um, a king, when he went to war, consulted Sanhedrin. Uh, the Navi would come many times and tell him, do or don't go. He would ask the kohane, uh, tumim. When he came to speak to the nation, the king didn't say, well, I've had a round of consultations with some of the more important figures in Cal I think we reached a consensus. The said, I declare everybody go. So so there, there was a certain divisibility lay in Malchus, but the influence in Ashpal lay in Sanhedrin, Shevet Levi, etc. Um, one more piece. We'll see that this is a Torah's Mincha on Avodas HaShirah. Uh, so he's explaining uh, what is the avoda of Leviim in the sense of Shira. So he brings the Machlokas, whether it's Bepe or Bekli. He brings how many Kalim there were and the uh, how many holes there were in each Kli. There was um, the, 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 there were ten different uh, settings, ten different kalim, and kineged those hundreds. Um, it's the Chazal attacking mei and so on. Now he explains um, what's the chesivas of shira. So in the, in the third paragraph in Tarzminch he says, when the imos elas miros veidugmel yainus, the chesiv owes vechadva komo, minion owes vechadva olakuf. So the gematia of oz and chedva are a hundred, and therefore the oz and chedva in, in, um, lemala, oz and chedva in is parallel to the hundred kolos that the different instruments gave out. So he says, valken kol odom Yarvulo kolos <laughs> People, um, people uh, are turned on, especially by listening to musical instruments. When an shama hears music, it's somewhat reminded of an earlier stage when this was a type of kolos that was for simcha. That's why um, musical instruments are specially good to provoke nevuah because they remind a person of that earlier thing. I I want to explain it a little bit, I guess, in in, in words that we can have some understanding of it. When a person listens, one of the, um, I guess, frustrating points, um, when a person listens to a musical piece without words, there are feelings aroused, but very hard put to sense what is it exactly. Um, a person, uh, it's, it, it's like, we like the words almost help us translate the music into something a little more concrete. So a person has like a music that's very upbeat and really makes him dance. But it feels funny dancing when, when there's nothing really that he's dancing about. And, and therefore when you put some words to it, he grabs onto the words, onto the words and vice versa. Um, that's what it means as we go higher up, it becomes more and more abstract, and less and less cut into words, and less and less in terms of our reality. So, a person relates to the language of music, it hits home much more quickly than words. It's easier to rouse a person. When you give a person a musician, you should be dancing now because you have so much good things, like I should probably do so many wonderful things. It doesn't really, really rouse a person to dance. You, you put on uh, uh, a really upbeat uh, piece of music and people just pick themselves up and start dancing because it hits home. A m- it's, uh, it's like when, when, when a doctor hits on a nerve, you jump. Um, it, but, the, but we find that's a frustrating experience because we don't quite have the words. So the chilek of shiras is something that is an earlier call and that's why a person uh, responds that way. And then he says an extraordinary um, point about why that is. O b'nei levi zochel is anegel is aden bechaim b'zartayinu g'midek negen mida. Nei levi wo to this type of language, to this type of avodah, midek negen mida. Heim somchu beavlusom ubedagosom g'deh lekayim mitzvaskonam. They were able to be happy um, w- even when they should have been because they're doing a mitzvah. Where did that happen? <gewoon levi> it says that when the Levites went to kill out their family members, if they were to, of the eagle, and they overcame their emotions, Akarish <published> Baruch <initiwir> said, I will give you something that is a deeper sense of emotion. In other words, emotion comes in two levels. There's something that we'll call sentimentality, which is a shallow provoking of emotions. And then there is sechel, which is above that. And then you have the deeper emotions above that. So, for instance, w- when a person is, is, um, I- you know, uh, let's say a person is, is, um, he, he's going through a difficult period, but he knows it's going to go to something good. So if he's a shallow person, he just cries, and he's upset and doesn't do it. Seichel can force him to do it, despite the fact that he's upset, and a deeper emotion would be to be happy, because really what's happening is something very good. The um, the Levium overcame the, the sentiment. In other words, whoever it was that they killed, and that had to be done. And since they overcame that, Akkad Shpachel said, I will let you tap into a well of much deeper simcha that comes from a different makkar. So the, so the simcha's uh, olam, the, 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 um, the simcha that comes from that deep wellspring of, of, of Nigon is the simcha that the Levian produced. Okay, I think I'll hold it here. Yeah.